When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know, nonstop Viking talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Yes, thank you, uh, Pat McAfee, and uh, awkwardly silent former Packer AJ Hawk for starting off this schedule release party here on Purple Daily. Mackie Judd, executive producer and seltzer drinker Declan Goff, and uh, as always, Purple Daily presented by our friends at TCL. Enjoy more of what you love at TCL. Live right now on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. So before we dive in and pay tribute also to uh, a legendary former Vikings coach that passed away today, Jerry Burns, let's give you just the down low on what's going to happen tonight, where you can find us. So uh, the Vikings schedule has been leaked. We know some of the games, but the full schedule is going to come out officially, officially in about 15 minutes from now. So we'll do a deep dive into that. You can find us every single day, Daily Vikings Entertainment on Purple Daily. Apple, Spotify, scorenorth.com and the Scornorth app and in visual form on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Click subscribe if you're watching us right now and click that like button so we can spread the word about this show. And uh, we are only three subscribers away from 5,000 on our other YouTube channel, which is Scornorth MN, where you can find Mackie and Judd, Scoop with Doogie, Judd's Hockey Show, and all kinds of other shenanigans. So uh, central hub for all things Scornorth. And Minnesota sports anytime, anywhere. Scornorth.com and the Scornorth app. How are you guys feeling tonight? Schedule's coming out. This is one of the biggest days of the NFL offseason. Inexplicably, they have turned this into an amazing primetime event, and I'm here for it. I am looking forward to win, win, loss, loss, win, loss. I am looking forward to the projection part. I love it. This is sort of the last, I feel like, big hurrah before training camp, right? Because like we'll get um, the mini camp and we'll get the and we'll get that upsets me. Cake eater, Declan Goff, Edina Hornet. That um, upsets me. Are and you we'll get. Did you go to Edina? No, I went to the opposite of Edina. I, I went to St. Paul Central High School. That's right. I could not be more of a what, reciprocal. Why were you? Why were you? Just, why were you just referred to then by this person as an Edina High School? Probably you do because, you do look like you? Because I have great. Skin care, and I have a yeah. backwards cap on. And yeah, I why, why is a kid from St. Paul such a poser? Yeah, that's yeah, tonight's totally. real question. On right. why are you a poser? Yeah, why but don't you anyway, look more gritty? Yeah. yeah, exactly right. 
Um, but this is the last hurrah because we'll get to the OTAs and mini camps and all that good stuff, right? But like this is the one where you finally find out what the schedule is. It comes after the draft and free agency. And so um, as I said this morning on Mackie and Judd, I actually enjoy this. And I know that people poo-poo it and they're like, well, you know the opponents already. I still think it's fun to see what the schedule is. And, and, it, does, uh, and it does, to be clear, this might be crazy, it does impact how I feel about schedule too. Yeah, like you could go through certain segments of, of the schedule if there's a big road trip or if there's you know a lot of seemingly tough opponents, and it can change your view. So despite the fact that you know the teams, I do feel that what we'll see um, shortly here for the Vikings will color how I feel about their potential season. You know, I think if you're in the camp that is mocking the schedule release party, okay. I know that you're not really a true football junkie. I know that I know that you don't really party as an NFL fan, okay? <laughs> I want I want the people that party, like that inject NFL into their veins, that snort the 20-yard line, okay? That's what tonight is all about, putting the order of the opponents Good in front ball. of us and letting yeah. us pick those games for the first time of like five times we're probably going to do it throughout the offseason. I'm pumped for this. Absolutely. Um, the schedule comes out in about 12 minutes from now. So let's let's take a little time here. It, it was announced earlier today by the Vikings. We, we had heard that he was not in great shape health-wise, but Jerry Burns, the legendary Jerry Burns, passed away today at the age of 94. And uh, so, so Jerry Burns took the Vikings head coaching job in 1986 after being the offensive coordinator for 17 or 18 seasons going back to the 60s. Mm-hmm. And just you know, selfishly, he was the first coach I personally remember as a young kid, like a five or a six year old, you know, watching the Vikings for the first time. And I just remember those Jerry Burns teams. But before that, he was a Packers assistant for uh, at least one Super Bowl, 1966, 67, maybe even a couple Super Bowls there. Um, so he so he worked under Vince Lombardi. He worked under Bud Grant, two of the legendary coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he was a, a rock-solid offensive coordinator and a really good coach. And I saw this nugget today, and Judd can shed way more light on that era because Judd was actually an adult when uh, the Vikings were playing under Jerry Burns. He's the last Vikings coach to win two playoff games in one postseason. That's absolutely remarkable. That. That's absolutely incredible. Um, so Bur- Burns is, is, of course, known for the great post-game tirade after what the Rams game, and I believe that was set off by our friend Patrick Royce, who asked the question, <laughs> then saw the Bob opportunity. Schnelker. Yeah, you know, Bob Schnelker didn't lo- lose his show. That- and so that is sort of how I think a lot of people recall Jerry Burns. But the reality is this, you guys. He is largely credited with a lot of, by a lot of very influential people who worked in this league now for developing the West Coast offense, not Bill Walsh. A lot of people feel that that short passing game, and it's been uh, built on, obviously, since then, but sort of the birth of that short passing game, throwing to the backs and, and getting chunks of yards and then going downfield was Bernsey, who, who the, he was hired to Phil's point by Bud Grant in 68. The interesting thing is this. He, he was an assistant at Iowa from like 54 to 60. Got the Hawkeyes job, head coach from like 61 to 65. So at that time, the hated Hawkeyes, and then got fired after 65, spent two years on Lombardi's staff with the Packers, won Super Bowls there, and then in 68 joined Bud here. 
So, like, he came in as a former Hawkeye coach, and he came here as a former yeah. Packer assistant. Um, but I think that I think the thing that we sh- we shouldn't sell him short on, and Burns, he was a definite character, is the fact though that this guy, as far as football went, was incredibly smart and did a lot of things that people in the '60s into the '70s weren't doing, and that gets lost because he was funny and a character and had great um, and and had you know great one-liners at times, but Jerry Burns was definitely a very influential coach as far as what he did just from a schematic standpoint in football. Hey, was it? am I mixing up stories here? Superstar Mike Morris used to co-host with us on Vikings Vent Line back in the day on 1500 ESPN, and he was just a blast to hang out with, and he had all these stories, these old Vikings stories from the 90s and NFL stories from the 80s. Was the stunt off the top of Gage Hall, was that was no, that Jerry Burns? That was Monty Kiffin. Monty Kiffin. Who was the okay. defensive coordinator where they threw the dummy. He and, and Millard went to the top of Gage. That's right. And they thought it was Kiffin, like, tumbling down. <laughs> they um, they, stayed, they but, staged a fight and threw a tackling dummy off the rope. And I tweeted this, too, though. Here's the thing about back back then. So guys like um, Burnsy and in hockey, Sodmore, those guys all loved their jobs and took their sports seriously. But, man, did they have fun. Yeah. And, like, that's one thing now – you really don't see, right? Like Baldelli. Seems like a nice enough chap, I guess. But, like, do you really think deep in his heart he's having fun? Like, is he having a good time? It just looks like it's such a corporate job now, right? And Zim. Like, I'm sure Zim has great stories, and Zim could be a character. But he's really not. He's really more of a serious – because everything now is corporate. It's it's millions, if not with these leagues, billions of dollars. So I think the one thing – that would have been so much fun about covering full-time a guy like Burnsy or Sodmore was the era where, where it's not that they didn't take their job seriously. They did. And there was pressure, but it was also just a very different time. And it looked like a lot more fun. Now it does not look like fun to me. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you're right about that. I mean, just the scrutiny and everything, you know, I think coaches have always been grinders, but um, it's, it's pretty rare that you uh, it's pretty rare as a coach actually that you, come away healthy or I, I I just feel like it's a dream job for so many guys and then they get into it and they probably realize oh this <laughs> this is way more pressure than yep. I ever could have imagined but Jerry Burns um, as a as an NFL coach with the Vikings finished with a 52 and 43 record one of the one of the great personalities three playoff wins a trip to the NFC championship game after the 1987 season rest in peace Jerry Burns so the Vikings have put the schedule out on their yep. Instagram account, um, and we're just so we, we've we've got the schedule here. Deck, should we just should we just go, or do you want to grab something? Is there something you can grab and throw yeah. up? You let us know. So when we, have... when we you let us know when we can really go. I just don't want to shortchange the uh, the visual audience. Here. Oh look at that! Oh look at this! Look at Declan this! Declan Goff. Declan Goff. Declan Football. Executive. Leak schedule was right yesterday. Goff. That's incredible. Somebody actually got their hands on this entire thing yesterday. Look at this. This is right. So yeah, so the yeah. schedule Hold that on. was leaked yesterday is correct. Hold and on. then so we'll go. Th- let's, should we just go through? Let's we'll go through the games real quick, and then uh, and then we will pick the games. Football, okay. one by one, and give you the schedule. So, all right, week one. So, wow, the Vikings start out of the gate with two road games at the Cincinnati Bengals, noon start time on Fox, and then week two, you get the Arizona Cardinals in Glendale, Arizona, 
So a couple real games. Let's let's just speed through it, and then we'll pick the games we can comment on things we notice. Yep. Uh, Seahawks, Browns, Lions, home, home, home. So three consecutive home games after the back-to-back road games. Week six at Carolina before a bye week in week seven. And then week eight, home against the Cowboys. That's a primetime game Sunday night on NBC. Halloween night. At, at Baltimore, at the Chargers, back-to-back yep. weeks. And then home against the Packers. Can we scroll down a little bit yes. here? Here we go. And then uh, at San Francisco, at the Lions here, uh, Sunday games. Then a Thursday night game on December 9th against the Pittsburgh Steelers at home. Bears on the road, and that's a Monday night game. I'm trying to do math in my head here. It's a Monday night game well, yeah, on December Kirk. 20th. Kirk. Yep. And then the Vikings turn around and come back on a short week the day after Christmas against the Rams at home, followed by Packers and Bears at Packers Ooh. and home against the Bears. So a lot of juicy stuff here, boys. Look at that, you guys. The Bears uh, the Bears twice in the last four weeks, correct? Mm-hmm. And, and three of the last four against division foes. That yeah. will very well decide the Vikings' fate is my guess. Love it. So there it is. There's the there's the okay. Vikings. Do you guys want to just should we waste no time? Should we well, just I, pick the schedule? I got one here? question for you. Do you do you like the do you like the Packers uh, being late, or would, would you prefer to get them when they still when they still could be entirely dysfunctional Dude. given what happens? Actually, yeah, Dex, could you go back down to the bottom sure. of the schedule there? So you want to talk about the worst times to play at Chicago and at Green Bay. How about end of December and beginning of January in terms of weather? Correct. Oh, man. Correct. That is some, uh, that's some aggressive, aggressive footballing right there. If you're going to play those <laughs> two games on December 20th and January 2nd. Also, just to have three games packed, you know, you got that short week. So Monday, Sunday, Sunday, you got two tough road games in the cold, and then a home game against a Super Bowl contender in the Rams. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a brutal way to finish your season there if you're the Vikings. But, uh, boys, I got the I got the NFL loop here. Oh, no way. Let's do it. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Is that Deck volume okay for you guys, or should I crank it all the way until our eardrums burst? Give it, give it a little, just a little bit more. <laughs> give it a little bit more. You're not go. doing it justice. All right. All right, boys, let's start at the top here. Everyone keep track of their own wins and losses. We don't have to go super long on this, but I know that we're all long-winded. So let's start with <laughs> at Cincinnati week one. Do you want me to start? Because I will sure. go win. That is a win. Uh, Joe Burrow's probably first game back, but I'm, I'm not sure he's going to be 100%. Zim going back to play his old team, although he hasn't been there since, what, 2013? Nonetheless, I'm going to go with a victory for the Vikings in that game. Yep, I am also at a win. I know I picked that as a trap game in Week 2 in Judd's mock schedule. By the way, Judd, one one off from Cincinnati. I mean, bravo. Hmm. I know like, I know, that's a consolation prize to me. I got mocked for my mock deck. You one. did. You did. People no, were making fun yeah. of me. I was being told I was a fraud. Hey, did you get any weeks right? I don't. I didn't even look. I've got it right here. The, the, I think the the one he did maybe get right was the the Thursday game into a Monday night game. I think is a good call when they play the Steelers in like week eleven. That's a Thursday night game, and then the Vikings actually have an extended day off. They don't play again until the following Monday night. That's a pretty dang good call. I thought pretty the mock call. schedule had them playing a Thanksgiving game at one point. So maybe the mock you know or, or the uh, the the leaked schedule. I think you're right. D- didn't they have that being a? Didn't they have that being Thanksgiving at home in prime time against Pittsburgh? 
I thought clearly so. not. So I the league so. schedule wasn't fully correct. It's I also have them winning in week one against Cincinnati. Uh, it depends on if I mean Joe Burrow. Even if he plays, I think I think Mike Zimmer is going to come out of the gate hot against a young quarterback or a backup quarterback with his new defense mm-hmm. at Arizona in Week Two. That will be a loss. Kyler Murray is tough to contain, as I've t- told you guys time and time again. I really like him. The Cardinals, I think, are a team on the uh, definite come. That wide receiver core is going to be tough. I think that's a loss. I think the Vikings going home uh, to play Seattle in their home opener are one and one. I have this as a win. Nice. I think wow. they, this is a statement win. Number one, this might be if this is at three oh five. This is uh, this is on the second slate of games. You're coming high after the first win. I'm going to go with a the win. They make a big statement win. They go two and zero oh heading into their little mini home home streak here. This is a tough one here. I, I just don't see them starting two and zero oh with back to back road games to start the year. So. Okay. Just feels like one of these is a little trappy here. It's just a tough start. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say loss here. They're gonna they're gonna get some medicine fed to them early on. All right. Usually you play at Seattle. This time you get the luxury of Seattle coming across a couple time zones here, Judd. So this is a make or break span now because this is three consecutive home games early. Like if you get hot here, you're in great shape, right? Mm-hmm. And part of the reason why I think they lose t- to the Cardinals is I think they're going to get hot. And after all of those years of losing pretty close games, right? Lots of times, pretty close. I mean, last year you gain half a yard, you win in Seattle. This is a win at home. This is a W for the Vikings. I have this as a loss. After going 2-0 on the road, you're thinking you're fine. Now you got to come home for three in a row. But I think the Vikings and Russell Wilson... Dagger. I think the I think the Seattle Seahawks dagger the Vikings at home. This is their first loss of the year. Yeah, the, the Seahawks are just Vikings kryptonite, no matter what. And so um, I think this is going to be a fun game. I think it's going to be a game in which both quarterbacks throw some haymakers. But Russell Wilson gets the last punch in this one. So Seahawks win this game. All right, week four, you got Kevin Stefanski coming back to Minnesota and that Browns team that's on the rise for a noon game on Shibiash. Shibiash. Sunday, October 3rd on CBS News. Seven soldiers. Judd. <laughs> oh, of course, CBS is the home of the Masters. The um, Masters. Okay. on CBS. Okay, so the Vikings beat Seattle. They're 2-1 and one in my world at this point. And Kevin Stefanski, that little pipsqueak, comes back here. <laughs> he comes back here, and he's got the antidote for what Zim is doing right at this point. The Cleveland Browns win this game. The Vikings lose. Wow. Okay. Declan? I have this as a win. Uh, I like Cleveland a lot. I think they're finally trending in the right direction for the first time in God knows how long, my entire lifetime. Uh, But this being at home, you lost the first one to Seattle. Zim comes out with a game plan to stuff his former assistant. Vikings win against Cleveland. This is a win. I don't like Baker Mayfield. I I, I just, I think... (laughs) I think he's in the car, and he's technically at the steering wheel of the car, but I think this is where the teacher gets the most of the student here, even though I don't think Mike Zimmer really even like ever actually talked to Kevin Stefanski because he was on the offensive side of the wow. ball. But, wow. uh, but the Vikings win this game. Mm. All right. Detroit Lions at home. Do we even need to do a no. win, win, win? Win, yep. win, win, right. win. Thank you. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right. And then at Carolina – and Sam Darnold on October 17th, another Sunday noon game on Fox. 
Darnold throws two picks. Matt Rule screws up the clock three times, and the Vikings leave Carolina with a win. Yes, that is, that's exactly what I was going to say, Judd. Yeah, at Panthers, that's a win. That's just an easy win for me. Yeah, I also have the Vikings beating the Panthers there. So, so the first six games are under our belts here going into the bye week in week seven. And that brings us to a primetime game, Sunday night football against the Dallas Cowboys on Halloween night, Judd. What is the Mackie and Judd model for the 2021 Vikings? Uh, win, to win, win a, to win win a, a Super, Super Bowl? Bowl? No, our, our our recent slogan that, that we did a whole episode on. No uh, excuses. Make the trade, plan the parade. No excuses. No, no excuses. excuses, right? Oh, that one. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a lot model, of slogans. We have a lot of slogans. If you printed the t-shirt that says, no excuses, then gentlemen, this is a game you win. In fact, I would say it's almost a must win to prove to me that the no excuses uh, from, I, I mean, this is perfect. Sunday night, national TV, Halloween. Um, Kirk Cousins in primetime, right? Like all of at home, all of this feeds into if you're going to be as good as we say, you need to win a game like this. The Vikings also, win this game. I want to pop this comment on the screen here from Jay on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. Makes a great point. The factor that didn't exist last year for the Vikings that will exist this year. Crowds will be yep. back probably in full at U.S. Bank Stadium. Love it. And, and that right. full house is going to make a huge difference. Now, Remember last year, especially like early in the season when Aaron Rodgers came to the stadium and Matt Ryan, the veteran quarterbacks with a silent stadium were getting the Vikings defensive players to jump off sides. You never see that at at home with a packed, loud stadium. They can't even hear the snap count, so they have to go silent, right? So you just, you had no advantage of crowd noise. So uh, yeah, anyways, Declan, your pick. So... At the cow, this is, and we're at Cowboys, right? We're still at Cowboys yep, here. Home against the Cowboys. Yeah. Yep. I had this as a loss, uh, even though you went into the bye week at five and one on my schedule. I think you come out and get a reality check. It's spooky season. It's Halloween. You, you get a spooky loss against Dallas. You, you lose against the Cowboys. Yeah, this is uh, this is where Mike Zimmer takes Mike McCarthy to X's and O's school, having Ooh. planned two weeks during the bye week yep. to stop that Dallas team. And to show off, you know, just in case things go south, he always wants to put on a good show for Jared Jones because that might be a landing spot for him at some point. So Vikings win that game at Baltimore Sunday, November 7th, back to a noon game on Fox. Oh, this is a tough one. Um, Tough quarterback, tough team, well-coached team on the road. Vikings lose this game. Yeah, I think you're you're on a little bit of a hangover here. You were fine at five and one, but you go to back to back losses against Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. I don't think you win this game. Anytime you come off like big primetime win, and you take a deep breath on that Monday, Tuesday, and then you got to travel the next week to a tough team. Um, I guess it would help to see if we were cross-referencing like what the games were for Baltimore before this, but my gut says this is a loss, a letdown loss for the Vikings. Okay, November 14th, this will be a 3.05 sort of featured slot game. Actually, no, it won't be because it's just a West Coast game um, against the Chargers, Judd. Herbert is a good young QB, but the operative word I used is he is a young QB. Zim loves to feast on these guys. And again, if this is a no excuses, everything's back. Your defense is retooled, remade. This is another game that you go on the road and you win. This is a win. Yeah, this is a win. You know, I know Herbert had a very nice season. He was the rookie of the year somehow over Justin Jefferson because he just plays quarterback. 
I need to see it. I need to see this again. I think a sophomore slump comes to Justin Herbert. I don't think he just completely falls off a cliff, but Ooh. sophomore slumps happen to quarterbacks after good rookie seasons. I think the Chargers are still trending water going into 2021. The Vikings get a win on the road. You know that there's always a few games where, like, the, the something happens, Kirk goes haywire, and the Vikings, <laughs> like, every year they lost that game to the Bills a few years ago. Yeah, that's true. Then they lost that game to the Falcons last year, right? Um, this feels like a game that on paper yeah like you got momentum you know you know maybe you lost to Baltimore but I've got them winning a tough road game here I think I think the Vikings are going to be mostly uh better than the Chargers in all facets I would rather have Justin Herbert in the contract and the upside so this is a very much a coin flippy game for me and I'm just going to lean Vikings here for a win and that brings us to Home against the Green Bay Packers, the first Packers game, not until November twenty first. Yeah, Jordan loves so big many day. factors in line here. for a huge day here. Um, <laughs> or Blake Bortles. Yeah, how they about just signed that? Blake, Blake Bortles, Bortles today, signed by the Packers because <laughs> panic button. Oh, it, it's incredible. Um, this game is a win. This game is a game in, in which I think the Vikings, if things continue to go as they are right now for the Packers, there's no way in hell that they're not going to have some problems. Um, I don't think the Vikings will necessarily sweep Green Bay, but I do think that this time, again, great point, full house. I think the Vikings win at home. Yeah, this is an easy win for me, especially if Aaron Rodgers isn't there. I mean, if it's Jordan Love, if it's Blake Bortles, it doesn't matter. This is a gimme, just smash you in the mouth football game. Vikings win, and they're back to 7-3 and three after losing two in a row out of the bye. Yeah. yeah, well, the first thing is Aaron Rodgers will not be playing for the Packers this year, and Jordan Love <laughs> will not be good enough to overcome Mike Zimmer's <laughs> defensive schemes. So this is a double-digit win for the Vikings here. And that brings them uh, back to the road. This is a tough stretch of four road games in five weeks here yeah. at, at San Francisco. So you're traveling again back to the West Coast for like the third time, I want to say. Yep. This is a loss. This is yeah. a tough game. San Fran is a good team. I think San Fran's going to rebound and be really good. I don't know if Garoppolo is going to be, but I think San Fran will be very tough, and I think San Francisco wins this game, and who knows? Yeah, I'm with Judd. I think this is a loss. Um, whether you know Trey Lance has taken things over by then, I don't know, but I, I think the Niners are about to do for a bounce back here. I think this is a loss on the road. I agree. This is a tough one, and San Francisco's roster is going to be, well, I mean, by then, who knows, but on paper going into the year, healthier. We'll see where they're at with the quarterback situation Jimmy G, Trey Lance, um, they can beat teams with no quarterback. They're well coached and they have a roster. So, all right, and then you go, you know, again, your fourth road game in five weeks here. So you're road weary, but it is the it. Lions. It is the Lions on December fifth in a controlled climate. Yeah, that's really really tough, and you're you're really really tired at this point. And then you get Man Campbell and the Lions. Thank you very much. That's a win. I I think I think it's going to be a glorious mess again. I really do. Detroit's going to be a complete mess. That's a win for the Vikings. Yeah. I mean, are you serious? I, I can't. I, it's going to be so bad. And even Jared Goff going there and oh, Jared Goff though, he was the quarterback of Sean McVay. He went to the Super Bowl not long ago. Yeah, and he's been just god awful yeah. ever since and he was a puppet in the great system that is Sean McVay. The Lions are going to be a dumpster fire. But I'm here for the Dan Campbell quotes. So Kind of yeah, I got this as a win as well. I just don't see the Vikings. It, it's it's becoming harder, especially if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play for the Packers, to find losses in the division, which probably a red flag. I don't think yeah. they're going 6-0 in the division, but 
Um, then you get you get the Steelers home on a short week, a Thursday. So look at this stretch. This is brutal. So mm-hmm. out of the bye, you get the home game against the Cowboys, which is yeah. good. So you get to you get to stay home for a while. But then you get those four row games in five weeks, and then a short week against Pittsburgh in prime time on a Thursday night. And you get at Baltimore. So that's a flight to the East Coast. And then the next week you turn around and have to go play the Chargers? It's a lot. It's like a that's lot. A, and, and this is why I hate, I despise three consecutive home games. If you get th- in this league, if you get three games in a row at home, I don't think it's ever a good thing. Because it means it you're, you're going to pay for it somewhere yes, else. It yeah. leaves you susceptible to this type of garbage. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so you got them winning or losing against Pittsburgh here, Judd? Um, I think this is going to be a game that they lose. I don't know why, and I also don't know for sure who's going to be a quarterback for the Steelers. But I just have, to your point about the Chargers game, that's how I feel about this game. Pittsburgh gives them problems. Tomlin is a good coach. So I'm going to say that this is a somewhat, not shocking, but somewhat surprising L, which will drop them to 8-5 and five for me. Okay. Yeah, at Steelers, though, I think the Steelers are coming down. I know it's on a short week, and this is a big statement wing on, on Thursday Night Football for me. I have the Vikings winning this game. I have the Vikings win this game, and they go to 9-4, and four, uh, knocking on the door here of December. So it, yeah. it's coming up. Yeah, Pittsburgh's never a train wreck, but this feels like this feels like a year where the bottom could fall out for a little while. And so I hate the way the schedule stacks here, and it's possible you could just be beat to hell by this time. Um, but I've got the Vikings finding a way to win this game. And then they get a little bit of a breather here because then you get 11 days until a Monday night game. So it's almost a de facto buy here. And then a Monday night game for your first game at Chicago on ESPN. So back-to-back primetimes, Judd. Uh, Justin Fields and the Bears in Chicago beat you. This is a loss. Wow. Um, I, they're, wow. I am never wow. going to predict until it happens with any form of consistency, which it won't. I am never going to predict a two-game sweep of the Bears. The yeah, Vikings just fair. struggled too much against them on, on a consistent basis, often there, sometimes here. So I'm going to give them a loss in that game. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I also have this as a loss. It, it, it's the, If the Packers are without Aaron Rodgers, I mean, that is – Good luck. That's a dumpster fire. That's just not going to be a fun time to be a football fan. But winning in Chicago is rare. I think at this point, Justin Fields has taken things over. I think this is a loss at Soldier Field. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't. <laughs> here's my logic. I don't think they're going 6-0 in the division. That's just too optimistic. And, and to this point, I've got them undefeated in the division. So i got to throw a loss in here somewhere, and it, I guess it would be at Chicago. Okay. But then again, they get they get a week and a half to prepare for this game, so so that part of me is like, yeah, they're going to bounce back, and especially if Fields, I mean, or Dalton, Zimmer handles rookie quarterbacks very well. Yeah, but but, but weird things happen at Chicago. Yeah. So Trubisky right, Stone can beat him. It's a loss. It's a so, you know what it'll be. Here's what it'll be. The Bears are going to get like there's going to be like a fumble that they recover, and then they're going to return a punt for a touchdown. Just some BS happens yep. at Soldier Field, yep. and they're going to get it. <laughs> it's going to be rigged. No, it's happened. All right, short week, day after Christmas, Sunday, oh, December 26th, noon game against the Los Angeles Rams. Okay, Kirk uh, Kirk has a dislocated thumb for this game, so Kellen Mond starts it. <laughs> wow. And, Whoa, sho- and shocks the— what? 
and shocks shocks the world and shocks the world and beats at home the Rams. Vikings win this this game. Kirk, you guys, Kirk Cousins is due to get hurt. I hate to be a downer here, but look at the man's (laughs) career. He started. He started for Washington in 2015. Okay, he has missed one game, one start, which is remarkable. Credit to him. Since then. Like, this notion that he is not going to get hurt at some point in time is going to change. But, yes, the Vikings will beat the Rams, who I think will still be a pretty good team at home. So I love the, is, the, yeah. the oddly specific injury there, too. Yes. You weren't just like, oh, he's due to get hurt. You're like, he has dislocated his thumb he's gonna hit in the his, third quarter against the Bears left end. He was cutting that Christmas turkey, and it just it, it sliced <laughs> no, no, the no, ligament no. a little gonna, bit. No, no, no. He's going to, in the Monday night game on the short week at Got Chicago, he is, he is going to hit... Um, he is going to hit Ezra Cleveland's helmet w- with his thumb and dislocate it or break it. Okay, some people in the YouTube comments are wondering, is this a verbally binding write that down prediction? It is write, write that, that down. down Wednesday. I didn't say write that down. I didn't say it. You I coward. didn't say write that down. Go, well, on, the you, Go on the record, you is... coward. I'll give you a write that down, but it can't be the exact, because if, if I'm right and it, it's like a sprained toe, I got to have the point. Mm-hmm. So I will say this. Write this down. Kirk Cousins will suffer an injury December 20th, Monday night at the Bears, that will preclude him from starting against the Rams. Dex, do you got that? Can we, can uh, we add that to the... I, I could. That, that could be my third one for today. So, that's I, right. Yeah, you didn't get, you're, you didn't get that's right. You're writing that down. Since I, since I was sabotaging so, by my internet. So, so Kellen Mond takes over. No, yep. So Kirk Cousins. Yep. The headline is Kirk Cousins will get hurt December okay, 20th. Monday night against the Bears, and will not start December 26th against the Rams. Kellen Mond will start that game. All right. I but I'm not going to give you the thumb. Because like a peasant, I'm actually I'm not writing see- this down by hand. I'm so. not seeing that as Amazing. clearly as I'd like. Starts right, against so Rams. Sure, okay. Make sure Dex Got has it. that one. Okay. All right. Uh, Declan, the Rams at home. By the way, Judd, very eerily similar to like a – I know it was different injuries, but kind of the San Francisco 49ers run when Alex Smith was playing so well. Colin Kaepernick comes in, and then does he not relinquish that job? And then you start Kellen Mond all the way through the rest of the year and takes you to the playoffs and maybe the Super Bowl. Oh, and my then God. You trade, and then you trade Kirk in March. If yeah. that's a bad thumb injury, that might be the last game Kirk ever yeah. plays for the Vikings. Yeah. Um, but getting back on track, I actually think this is a win. I think the Rams are probably the best team in the NFC this year. I mean, for God's Ooh. sakes, they literally went oh. super far with Jared Goff, and I forget even the whoever was the has bit was it who was the backup that was starting for the Rams before when Jared Goff was ineffective and hurt. And I, don't th- I feel like no one even remembers his name because it's like, yeah, it was the other guy. It wasn't Jared Goff, and they were still in the divisional round last year. You plug in Matt Stafford, I think the Rams are legit. But I think at home. The Vikings get this win as a Christmas gift. They get a big-time win over the Rams. It's a win for me. Totally see that. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something here. <laughs> I have, I have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change my at-bears to a win. I can't get over the fact that they have a week and a half to prepare for a rookie quarterback. They're not going to lose that game. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. take I'm gonna take a loss off the board and add a win in that spot. Yeah, it's your list. And then uh, I also, I also, um, God dang it, this Rams game. It's tough. It's tough, man. It's gonna be a fun game. Are you gonna, they're gonna, are you this gonna, gonna right, week. They're gonna lose that game. Emotional win at the Bears yeah. uh, because it's uh, Monday night and it's on the road. And so they're gonna they're gonna beat the Bears on the road and lose to the Rams at home. Okay, but, Judd. Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Dex. I was gonna. By the way, most likely, I would not be surprised if that game is flexed. 
out of the noon slot into a prime Rams? time slot. Yeah, I would not be surprised. That's very at possible. All. I That's very possible. possible. In fact, in fact, don't we in December um, start? This year, yes. the flexing of Monday night games as well. Oh, that's right. That's it. I think that is a new one. Yeah. I believe we're going to start in December. I don't mm-hmm. think they start till then, but we're going to have Monday night games flexible. Okay. So there, there's a chance that you could be flexed, actually, I think now from Sunday to Monday, which mm-hmm. will be a first. All right. At Green Bay, Sunday, January 2nd. That's a Sunday night game. Judd. Okay. This is very difficult for me because, <laughs> depend. no, seriously, depending on who their quarterback is, like... This could be a disaster. Like we we just don't know. Um, it certainly appears that right now, as we do this show with the schedule just released, that that Aaron Rodgers is not going to play for the Packers. Um, knowing that, I'm going to say the Vikings actually sweep the Packers and they win this game at Green Bay in a game, Declan Goff, that will remind you of I believe the 2015 affair. Lambeau Field with a young Teddy oh, leading God. the Vikings to a division title in that win. I'm going to go with uh, Jordan Love or Blaine Gabbert or Simon Schuster or whoever starts a quarterback for the Packers loses this game. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I have this as a win. I just If, if Aaron Rodgers is gone, this Packers team just absolutely sucks. Like I, I, I don't see any situation where they're a, a good football team. I have the Vikings sweeping the Packers this year. They get a win in Lambeau. I agree. They will not lose a game. This is going to be tough because it's cold and it's prime time, and there's just all sorts of weird factors here. Kellen Mond but... will run. Kellen Mond's going to gain big yards. <laughs> Kellen Mond's going to scramble this team to victory. The new wow, era of Vikings football has started. No, this is this is a Dalvin Cook game here, and Jordan Love. Sorry, I just I I'm not buying it. So Vikings beat the pack here. Right. All right, Week 18. It's so weird to say, but. Home against the Bears at U.S. Bank Stadium, noon on Fox, Jan 9. Okay, so I I said that the Vikings will lose on December 20th at the Bears because I don't see them sweeping Chicago. But I also think that they're going to be – so in my world going into this game, they're 10-6. and So this is a pretty good team. Um, So I think that they win this game to finish the regular season Mm 11-6. Well, if they – oh, yeah, they're at the Bears. So, yeah, so my logic here – Home against the Bears. Home against the Bears, yep. My logic here is the Vikings right now are 11-5 and five going into this last game for me on my schedule. At 11-5, and five, you probably don't have enough horses to get the number one seed. Maybe you get the number one seed at 12-5, and five, but yeah, I don't no. think so. Nah. I don't think no, so. No, Dex, you're right. So, so if you're... you're 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 eleven and five right now. I think it's a rest starters game, and you just like you've clinched the NFC North most likely at this point. It's a rest starters game. It's a loss. It's like a have loss you, by default. That, I think it? I think you have. have I you think you have. It? I think you've clinched yeah. it. I think you've clinched it. I, I think you've clinched it. <laughs> and Judd, hold on. I'm let me, sorry. Let, me yeah. let me give let me give mine, and then and then we'll yeah. we'll go here. Okay. Um. All right. All right. Eleven and six. So right. I've got them losing this game to the Bears because it's a throwaway game. So. Yep. I've got them eleven and five going in, and I think they've clinched the division, but not home field, and they're resting starters at this point. So because they've got, they're going to have a game the next week in the playoffs. So I got them losing just because I don't know. Maybe this is Kellen Mond's first start. Maybe he throws a couple interceptions. I'm I'm not convinced that you guys are right because I am not convinced Chicago is going to be as bad as we think. I think they're 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 probably the they wild the card. Bay. I think they're a wild card team, right? But I'm just saying I, I think that they could challenge here. Hmm. Uh, so what were all right? What did we all finish with there? What were the final eleven and six for me? Eleven and six playoff so, team. So Judd, you had them with eleven wins exactly. Eleven, eleven and, exactly. Yes. Eleven exactly. And that's a write that down point for yours truly. 
That was my prediction today is that you what would you that yeah. you would have them at 11 wins exactly. You would see the schedule, your oh, mock wow. your mock schedule you had them with 10 wins wow. and that you would see the layout of the schedule and you yeah. would like a certain portion of it enough to give them an extra win. Oh, that's why we're getting these notes wins. from our from our That's uh that's where he made viewers. you walk away. And yeah, at end because that. he was because he was specific, that's a touchdown. Because he was specific and he no, called a, a shot. That's I a, can't that's a, that's a that you put me yeah. on that cuz that's high for me. That's my fifth. That's my fifth touchdown of the season. And and Purple Daily wrote that down. Yeah, that's just a, just we're, all, we're all proud of you. I'm flirting with Tom Brady's single season record. We're all proud I think of he's you. the one that holds it, right? <sighs> so we, do we all have him at eleven? Is that what we all, all just met? Did? We all have yeah. eleven and six. Yeah. And I think most, a lot of people in the comments I see also have them um, with eleven wins. So all right, if they if they win eleven games, what then? Is it? I mean, it's guaranteed that they're, Rick Spielman sticks around. Probably guaranteed yeah, that Mike Zimmer sticks around, right? And they're playoff team. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not going to say that they make a playoff run off of that. But yeah, I think they're a playoff team. I would. It, yeah. But but keep in mind, I've got them. I've got them beating the Cowboys in a game that I'm telling you, to me, helps define this year. If I'm right about where this team is supposed to be, we can't have uh, a bad cousin start. We can't have any more BS about anything. Like, this team should be pretty good. I'm not saying they're great, but they should be good. And they need to come back from last year. And and it's time for everybody involved, not just the quarterback, to win some big boy games. It really is. Yeah. I don't think I that's that's crazy at all. I, agree with all it. I would say at 11 wins, too. I think that's that's your division. I really do. I, I think that's the division title. I think that's an NFC North title and a home playoff game, a wild card. Weekend. Yeah, it's hard. If if so, if if Rogers finds a way to play for the Packers and everyone's kumbaya, which I think there's like a five percent chance of that happening at this point, he's just such a stubborn dude. Yeah. Um. Then you know, then then it might change a little bit, but at this point, it just feels like the Vikings without Rogers on the Packers are the most put together team from top to bottom in this division, and uh, eleven seems like an attainable number. No excuses. No, no, excuses. no excuses and win and win the theme here and win the big boy games this time. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about prime time. I don't care who you play, where you play. I want you to go in and I want you to win the games that we that we sort of shrug off now. Right. Like there's far too ma- many people that watch the Vikings. I feel like now who shrug off. Well, you know, it's a tough game. It's a prime time game. It's a, no, oh, no win, more prime. Right. Win it. Prime time. Kirk. Prime time. Kirk, you go beat the C. Exactly right. Beat the Rams. Beat, beat the Cowboys. Win mm-hmm. those games. Yeah. And and if you do, then Mike and Rick don't get fired. You go to the playoffs, and from there, that's fine. But you didn't do all of this work to, like, repeat the crap that we saw last year. Um, so I'm very curious because I'm, I'm putting a faith <laughs> that I've instilled in this team, myself mm-hmm. personally. Like, I've looked at this team and said – no excuses, and I think we all agree. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see if that's the if that's how they approach it. Because yeah. I'd like to see the T-shirts. Yeah, opening day of training camp. No excuses. Like Do your job, Patriots. No yep. excuses. No excuses. Minnesota Vikings. Don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. Um, so I, I'd love to see. So someone says here, Ryan Rhoda says the Packers have a tough September. Would you guys? Would you guys say? And, and by the way, tomorrow we will do uh, a much deeper dive into like different spots on the schedule and I personally love to lay out which quarterbacks you face because sometimes you know like you looked at last year's schedule it's not that much of a shock that the Vikings struggled defensively with the guys that they lost some of the quarterbacks that they had to face 
you know, we can sit here and make fun of the Falcons in that game, but like Matt Ryan is a former league MVP who went to the Super Bowl and had a three touchdown lead. Like he's a good quarterback and there's some yep. weapons. So, um, so some of it depends too on young quarterbacks and is Herbert going to be the same guy that he was in year one. So we'll do the deep dives. If you are hanging out with us on the Purple Daily YouTube channel, thank you. This has been a fun night looking at that Viking schedule for the first time officially. Please click the like button and the subscribe button so that we can deliver daily Vikings content into your ecosystem. And, uh, and we, we, we promise to, uh, to be, be doing this seven days a week all the way through like we always have. So, and then we um, – I haven't checked since we started the show. We were just a few subscribers away from 5,000 on our other YouTube channel, which is ScoreNorthMN. Just we type in ScoreNorth into YouTube. Awesome. Appreciate you guys. Well, Very nice. It. Thank you. Boom. That's Very where you nice. can find Mackie and Judd. You can find The Scoop with Doogie and all kinds of other shenanigans. Judd's hockey show for this wild playoff run. So thank you. The Packers, first four games, regular season. At the Saints, 325 Ooh. on the 12th of oh, September. Plus. The Lions in a Monday night game in week two. Barf. Monday night football. What, what, are, you, what are you doing to us? You do realize this is going to be Jordan Love against Jared Goff. Uh, but week three at San Francisco Sunday night game. Week four, which is actually into early October, just to be clear, playing host to the Steelers at 325. So those first four, you get Detroit, but you get three toughies. So that Steelers game, too, at 325, I mean, that's that's not like a West Coast 325 situation. That's, that's a like a, that's that's a, a prime, time prime time game. game. Oh, yeah, that's so a- it's it's funny because the NFL had to make a decision on these schedules and primetime games based on what they knew up until today. And as of right now, Aaron Rodgers is the Packers quarterback. But there's a good chance that they get stuck with all these Rodgers list Packers games in primetime yep. and in three o'clock slots, so they'll have to flex some of those out if they can. But I mean that that's potentially a, a bad start right off. I mean, bang. Mm-hmm. You're you're like one and three. Yeah. So Yep. Good. All right, good boys. All right. Well we'll we'll have a lot more later. Tomorrow on Mackie and Judd and Purple Daily. We'll dive deeper into Go Canada. our thoughts on uh, our thoughts Ooh. on the schedule. Easy for me to say. A little Molson there for you? A little Molson. I'm more of a Labatt Blue kind of guy myself. Molson hockey sticks, a small hockey stick. It's all about the puck right now. Mm -hmm. Wild, 8 p.m., St. Louis. Tune-up hockey game. Tune-up for the the playoffs. Well, tune-up for the playoffs, what this is. Yep. Love it. All right, dudes. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight here. Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment, presented by our friends at TCL. Enjoy more of what you love at TCL. Uh, Let us know in the comment section what you think their record's going to be now that you've seen the schedule in front of your eyes, and we'll see you guys tomorrow.